0: Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim Assalamu alaikum to all our dear viewers and listeners wherever you are watching from around the world welcome back to another episode of the After Maghreb podcast and I really hope everyone has been benefiting and learning something new over the last few weeks during the Sorrowful Month of Muharram from our weekly shows and inshallah before we dive straight into this podcast I want to welcome my co-host Ahmed Assalamu alaikum
1: Salam. Sayyid Ali. Alhamdulillah, how's uh, Muharram been? It's been so good, far. I know yeah, we've passed and We've had a couple of weeks, I think, mm. to we've had a week or two since Ashura To kind of uh, process, to to continue and keep up the momentum, inshaAllah, which is our goal And Alhamdulillah, it's okay, there's a lot of activity at the moment There's a lot of uh, majalis in the community, mm. everyone's hosting mm. at their, ho- their homes Seminars for the youth, so Alhamdulillah, things are going well, but today said Ali, we've got an interesting discussion
0: We do, because, you know, it's Yes, it's related to Muharram mm. But it's less sorrowful And I think it's more insightful for everyone Inshallah. Inshallah And before I do mention the podcast I'd like to welcome our special guest On today's podcast Asalaamu Alaikum alaykum. Alaykum. Abdullah Tariq All Alaikum Rahmatullah. from rahdallah. Sweden
2: From Sweden, yes Welcome indeed. to the
0: UK, it's good to have you
2: It's a pleasure to be here, no, no. How How have you found the UK so far? UK is very nice, uh, reminds me of home, Sweden, just that the roads are different and the cars <laughs> drive on <laughs> is the Is it your first test. time <laughs> in the UK? Actually, it's my second time. The first time I was here, I was doing a different show and I was there for a few days and I went back and this is my second time. I'm sure everyone's wondering what we're talking about.
1: Mm.
0: And let's dive in. So the the conversation we really want to have to here today, Ahmed, but more importantly with brother Abdullah, who's our special guest here, is what is the importance or what? Uh, shall I say, value, social media has had, or other media platforms, importance
2: for the message of Karbala or Imam Hussein. It's a very interesting question because if it were not for YouTube, if it were not for Instagram, if it were not for Twitter, a lot of people would miss out on very important lectures or snippets of lectures where mm. people... Utilize those videos And learn a few historical aspects of Karbala Of the characters who were in Karbala And of the people who sacrificed themselves For the message of Islam mm-hmm. Generally speaking
1: It's interesting Because there's definitely a couple of angles To, to kind of uh, dissect this with The first is obviously looking at Muharram online From the perspective of the Shia community yeah, And the service that we Especially like for example As us as content creators The sort of goal that we have To create online content For the community within Mm -hmm. And then of course There's the external content That we put out there To give and to to kind of uh, Promote the message of Abu Abdullah Hussein To the wider community To wider society more Mm -hmm. generally So maybe there's different ways We can approach this But it's definitely an interesting thing Maybe we could argue that In the last 20 years We've seen an exponential growth in terms of not just the quantity of, of content, but the quality of content that's coming out on, mm-hmm. on, on media platforms. And then, of course, responses on social media platforms. So it's an interesting way to look at it. But um, yeah, I don't know really where to begin. Because it's such a big discussion. I know where to begin. Abdullah. Yes. How
0: has
2: online platforms played a role in your life? So uh, social media essentially has taught me uh, I'd say about 90% of what I know when it comes to Tashayyah and when it comes to Islam in general. we like, started off with small Instagram posts here and there. That was before my Tashayyah. And, uh, you know, I was introduced to Tashayyah through these group chats and spaces and um, these lives or whatever you want to call, want to call it, right? so in a way you can argue even that if it were not for youtube like mm-hmm. the lectures that i watch on youtube of you know certain scholars or whatnot then i wouldn't have had you know been introduced to a lot of historical aspects mm-hmm. and even so i was introduced to like a certain amount of of uh, websites that give us information and that give us like books and sources which is a lot it's very beneficial, um, but it comes essentially from, uh, from social media. But how about you guys? How, how has social media been like a source of... You
0: mentioned YouTube. Yes. Uh, straight away, I just remembered, you know, it's been like, I think almost 10 years since I've really been, uh, you know, taking some sort of, should I say, lectures at home, listening to lectures at home on YouTube. And it's amazing to see like direct access. Whenever you want to hear a lecture, be it Muharram Ramadan or or you want to hear a lecture, it could be about anything. It can be, for example, about halal haram, it can be about music, whatever it is. You can find it on YouTube. And I find it is something so beautiful to have quick access. You know, sometimes you might have a question. Sometimes someone may ask you a question Mm. and you want to relate to them but show them, for example, you know, this scholar... Mention this ruling or this call, Mention this thing. And mm. It's amazing to have that. Because you know, I said
1: we we for the f- we forget, mm. and a lot of the times we become complacent, because for the first time in the history of Shia Islam, we actually have direct, instant access to information, literally in our pockets. Yeah, you can find the answer to anything, whether it's halal, haram, mustahab, or oh, whatever whatever sort of question you have, you have access to good and you have access to bad but that access to instant information can be dangerous it can Do you see what i mean yes. and of course there's so many pros and cons there's that we have to weigh up and balance the arguments but generally speaking when we talk about social media and of course in the in the podcast in the past we've talked about the dangers and, and the threats of social media and inshallah today we'll talk about maybe some of the opportunities that social me- social media presents but i found that interesting abdullah how you mm-hmm. said that 90% of your knowledge came from Social media because for YouTube, particular, and I think all of us, eh, I think for all of us, as we're with from a generation where certain prominent scholars in the English language have taught us the majority of what we know, yes, from especially on a foundation level, Mm, going through the ages of buloog, especially for me, you're becoming a a young man and you need to learn about issues in the world, you need to know about the biography of imams or you need to know about you know some of the challenges that are faced towards this Shia school and some of these answers are found on social media where perhaps they were or weren't taught in our madrasas if we even went to them do you see what i mean mm. so that is an incredible opportunity out there and i think maybe for parents who are listening at home we, we it's maybe a, a challenge to to parents at home to investigate and research how much content is out there because there is a lot there mm. but it's maybe it's it's a it's an interesting one because there is a threat and there is obviously misguiding information. because no, you can see everything. You can, yeah.
0: We can receive the most incorrect, false information about every, everything and anything. And I, th- I think it happens today. And lots of people get misinformed about But say,
1: that. let me ask you, if you don't mind. Okay. Because your initial question was about, about Abdullah Al Hussein, and I've kind of kind of taken us on a tangent. Yeah, but Hussein. when you talk about um, Muharram, you talk about the spreading of, of the message of the Imam, mm. what, what comes to your mind?
0: R- really? Mm. Instagram. Instagram. The first thing that comes to my head is Instagram uh, because Alhamdulillah, you know, especially now we are in the month of Muharram and Safar the, Everything that's on my feed is like Muharram related yeah. So every day I'm either listening to a short clip by a scholar or I'm listening to, you know, uh, a lesson that I can learn that happened at Karbala So it's like non-stop, non-stop of learning new things when it comes to Muharram for the month of Muharram best I want to talk about The dangers of it Yeah so Sometimes we can hear something Believe it's right And it's not mm. Yeah And I don't definitely. know that's had an,
2: an impact Or you've experienced Anything yourself Well there's a lot of Pages out there That will give you A quote By said Imam Or the Prophet And it doesn't it. exist And it never yeah. exists There's no yeah. source it Just mm. just, just slap What's your like, favourite
1: What's your favourite fake hadith There's a lot of I think of, we should put it out there There's a lot there's of. people at home You know which one it is I've heard Which one The, the f- Flower in the palm fragrance.
2: Some mother said, "Be like the be like, flower." Be like the flower. Or like, be like water, my friend. They, they call Bruce Lee, and they say it's Imam Ali. I'm it's, very, it's very, it's <laughs> very anything. I think the
1: point being is that that we have thousands Ahlul of examples. Yeah, we have yeah. Ahlul Bait, exactly. Ahlul so we have a
2: lot of Hadith from, for like, Al Kafi, Kitab Al Kafi, or from Bihar Al Anwar. But rather than going referring back to those, you have. Uh, they they quote uh, Bruce Lee and they yeah. uh, ascribe uh, it but to but the man for is, some reason because
1: when you when you f- le- le- let me give you an example you love something mm. yes and you want to present it in the most fashionable and. Appealing way to someone As possible I'll give you an example I'm a Liverpool fan As many people know On the podcast As I always mention uh, Me but too I love uh, Are you yeah, well, I asha'Allah, asha'Allah. As I was saying So if let's say We love our football club yes, We want to, sh- to to Promote our football club And we want to tell people How much we love it And why it's the best team In the world Definitely What we'll do is We'll find the most Appealing things Something like a, An emotional video a Sentimental this mm. That And we'll put it out there The same way When we talk about, Abdu- about Abdullah Hussein Which of course means it abundantly more to us than anything material, Definitely. like 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 sports or whatever. But something like that, people will find a way to try and sell it or advertise it in such a way where you use fake hadith, and you may not know it. It's you know it's innocent a lot of the time. You're innocently ignorant, as some yes. someone once said to me. And you put it out there in a way that's fashionable, maybe, mm. but it's dangerous because obviously there's a risk of deviating us and obviously the the followers. Nowadays, it's interesting, sorry I'm rambling, but it's interesting the use of the word follower, because when you follow someone, you're consuming voluntarily the information that they put out there. And you are for, for years at times At some points You are following the tweets The ideologies And, and so on That people are putting out there Follow, and, the, after know, follow yeah. the After podcast Follow the After podcast Hit subscribe 1,000 subscribers By the end of 2022 Inshallah Inshallah, Inshallah. 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 But if for example we, we might see the most innocent Like I said earlier An innocent tweet Which someone may put out there Not knowing that it's maybe deviating Or mm. maybe not very accurate For example Someone might tweet something About the concept of Tawassul or mm. wasila, mm. And they may word it in such a way Which is outside the tenets of Shia Islam Do you mm. see what I mean? Mm. Where it becomes, you is know Do you see what I mean? Exaggerated and whatnot And I think a lot of us agree at home That the ultimate goal is to find Allah wa ta'ala And to talk to Allah wa ta'ala And use Tawassul as a means to elevate and to to adorn your prayer, your worship to Allah. If that makes sense, they come closer
2: to Allah. Come close to Allah. Yeah.
1: But of course, there's the trap, and we see a lot on social media. People fall into the trap of exaggerating Tawassul and and and, and it, it come becomes across. ghulu, right? Yes, it yes, becomes yeah. exaggeration. But that's an example. Yeah. One example of the, of of you have someone mm. who's feeling very passionate. They come home. It's the ninth night of, of Muharram, and they, you know, they've heard the best lecture of their life. And they start tweeting. You know, Ya Imam, give me everything I want in this world. Ya Imam, this, that, I pray to you, X, Y, and Z. Now, the, 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 the terminology is a very tricky one for us. Now, obviously, that's a very specific exa- example as well. But what I mean to say is, if we're talking about the message of Abba Abdullah Hussein and social media, we can either fall into the trap of becoming... Um, propagators of of the truth or propagators of falsehood and that's Mm. for us as an individual on an individual basis to take that responsibility to do the research and obviously be responsible online Mm. but when we talk about the opportunities that social media presents there's a lot to learn and there's a lot to gain Yeah, a lot of knowledge you because
2: you can find beauty in it but you can also find danger and were it not for your like let's say everyone's individual intellect like every Every person and his intellect, if you were not intelligent enough, you would fall into the danger of following the wrong posts Mm. and falling into extreme, perhaps. And if you, like any other person who uses the intellect, sees that this is a danger, you would divert away from it. And you would benefit from the beautiful posts that exist. Like there's beautiful threads out there on, let's say, Twitter that speak about, for example, the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it's a beautiful thread that goes around and speaks about hadith, this, this surah, this ayah. Allah says that this, you know, he's the most merciful and he forgives all sins. And this imam says this and it's beautiful. Yeah. And you have the next thread that speaks about salah and how to perfect your salah. And the next post about Zakat, fasting, everything, right? And all of these things are beneficial and beautiful. And then you can have, for example, I've experienced mm. in group chats, you have conversations. People have, uh, quote-unquote, they have uh, debates mm. or conversations, right? And during those conversations, you see that this guy follows this scholar. So he has this opinion. And this person was very knowledgeable. He follows this scholar. And this is per- the the scholar's opinion. So it's very fruitful to see such okay. conversations take place. I think just to
1: add to that, though, it's, there's also as for every, you know, there's so many benefits and so many opportunities and if anyone can be a content creator on social media. I think we need to remember that because you can share a positive experience or you can share something that you've learned with your friends and with your followers and that's a, the beautiful thing about social media. You learn and you share. So we have to be conscious that when we tweet or when we post on Instagram, anyone in the world can access it and that could be a danger or it can be an opportunity. When we talk about opportunities, we have to remember that the, the, the story of Sayyidah Shahadaah Aleyhisselam Aleyhisselam. Itself is viral in its nature, you know. His story is infectious with the love we always Not talk just about. To this.
0: the Shia, you know, I, to I, the I've world, actually seen engagement by even like yes. non Shias, of course, connecting with the message of Karbala and Imam Hussain. I apologize, I interjected, no, 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 very Bismillah. randomly. But I had a thought that came to my head, and it was like, I think, me for sure, I'm sure I can speak on your behalf. We were lucky. To be raised without the need of online media Or whatever it yeah. is To gain any, shall we say, you know Islamic knowledge Or learn about the, the attributes of the Ahlul Bayt Or go as far as what happened at Karbala On the day of Ashura yeah. But for many They don't have that privilege they didn't have that, yeah. For many, online the online platforms Is mm. the only thing they can
2: access mm. To better don- knowledge and understanding of Islam Yeah, I see yeah. your point Because, you know A lot of no- this knowledge you can find it in, let's say, three places. If you if you weren't on social media, you would find, let's say, if you went back 100 years, mm. you'd find A, this knowledge in lectures. So you go to a majlis and the sheikh is sitting on the all yeah. or the say it and he gives you the maqtel night by night during Muharram. And then mm. you kind of get an image of what the maqtal really was like and kind of during three years, right? Then you have the books itself. There's a, there's books of the, the maqtil of what happened to Imam Hussain. And the third option is, of course, uh, going to school, like madrasa, and they teach you. This is what happened. Mm-hmm. Some people don't have that privilege. For for instance, myself, I did As not.
0: Especially if they're not really raised in a Shia household. I think exactly. That's... So okay. especially
2: if someone who isn't from a Shia household or Shia, not necessarily a Shia household, but Shia... Community, let's say there's there's a lot of people that live in different countries that are not necessarily Shia, mm. that are against Shia, Sunnis, uh, and now you're Shia living in a population that is maj- m- a majority against your beliefs. So now, if you want to attend the majlis, mm. you're risking your life, mm. just like the people who went to ziyara during the times of said say let's say Saddam, people were risking their lives this, it was very dangerous. Some yeah. people were getting killed, yeah. some people were getting kidnapped, and in a sense, now some people are afraid to go to Majalis in these situations. That's countries. why it's so
1: important. Sorry to interrupt. That's why it's so important for there to be beneficial and substantial content out there. 100%. 100%. You know?
2: So, YouTube, you have YouTube, there's Majalis. Yes. You have Set Sheikh and Set Sheikh and Set said, said, said. All these great sadhah and great shiuchh that are out there that present the message of Ahlul Bayt. In such an eloquent Beautiful way For yeah. the people that Can't attend Majalis, and,
1: and to add to that as well For those who don't know About the story of Imam Al-Hussein nice. There's so many opportunities And things which can be shared On social media For example There are so many organisations To name one who is Hussein, An incredible global platform Which presents the, the message Of Abu Abdullah Al-Hussein to the to the wider world, to the general public, in a face to face capacity, by handing things out, by having events interfaith and so on and so forth. Things like that can be shared on social media and can reach people and touch their hearts. And that is something we can adapt in terms of our goals. That when we talk about Muharram online we go from talking, engaging in issues which are waste of time and useless, to be really honest No, you're right Waste of time issues And find ways to connect with the wider world and uh, with other people and learn from each other Inshallah, that's the ultimate goal
0: inshallah, inshallah.
1: inshallah. So Abdullah, before you head out, because I know you're flying away soon Inshallah. Let me ask you one question, final on. question This is... Uh, Don't ask him something comeback. that he won't come back Yeah, well I was actually (laughs) going to say to you This is your second trip to London When are we seeing you again, inshallah?
2: Inshallah very soon, Inshallah, Inshallah.
1: Are we going to see you online on social media before
2: that? I will <laughs> definitely be online, Inshallah Sharing my uh, input towards the Shia community Inshallah. Inshallah. And have you got any message for the viewers or anything? Because uh, we always do the subscribe, like, share Yeah, so before we get into the like, share, subscribe I would urge everyone out there in the world to At the very least, because we have this thing called An Imam of Our Time that many of us, we mention it as lip service, mm-hmm. but not many of us actually know who the imam of our time is. Sorry. We don't research the books that are, Mathalan Kitab al ghaiba by al-Nu'mani. We have a lot of very beautiful books that let us understand who our imam of our time is and to get closer to him. Because we have, our, we have an imam, we can speak to him, he can hear us, we forget he's living. We forget he's living. We forget we have a hujjatullah, on earth a proof of existence mm-hmm. of God on earth. And once we research who he is, we understand that we have a duty to uphold, which is to develop ourselves to the point where we can be ready for the reappearance of the Imam. And once we develop ourselves... That's when we hasten reappearance, mm-hmm. because a lot of us we we do that, you know. May Allah hasten reappearance of <laughs> Sahab al Aswad zaman ajalat Taala for al sharif But do we really work on ourselves to actually make him come back? To actually make him reappear?
1: And are we are we worthy representatives of the Imam on social media? Because social media at the end of the day is still real life, and we are still representing him, or we aim to represent him. And maybe sometimes we forget that we slip on social media. We swear. We, we, we reply with foul, foul language to people, things like that is not representative or not becoming of the followers of Imam al-Hujjah so So, that's something
2: inshallah we can maybe reflect on and inshallah we can change inshallah it's interesting that you mentioned the the post and slipping out and stuff because a lot of people forget that comments messages and posts when you insult someone the malaika are still there it's still real life god is still going to hold you accountable for your comments and your posts when you're insulting people and stuff i like that uh, something along those lines right so Inshallah, our viewers out there, if, if you leave with a message, at least let it be one of those two research your Imam and remember that God is always watching, at the very least. Ahsad. I love that. Ah, yes, yeah, smash to it. end the conversation. Yeah.
0: You know, the, rem- the remembrance of our living Imam. Let me point that out again. 100% and Allah subhanahu wa
1: ta'ala.
2: And now we need to like and subscribe. And those like ones. and subscribe, <laughs> follow uh, after Maghrib, inshallah. And uh, remember these two beautiful men uh, right here. Great guys Great souls And uh, Beautiful message as well Habibi Abdullah
1: Thank you very much for coming on It's been on. an honour And th- thank you for, for Spending time with us here In your I've busy schedule the conversation
2: I've loved this conversation Inshallah I look forward to seeing you Once you're back in London Inshallah Inshallah, inshallah. inshallah. I-, I hope to see you guys again inshallah. 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 inshallah
1: inshallah Brothers and sisters We will be back next week Of course Continuing our Muharram season Of content And inshallah We look forward to seeing you then Wassalamualaikum Warahmatullahi Wabarakatuh